Welcome to the Future of Everything podcast with world-renowned futurist and best-selling author, Nick Webb. In this episode, Nick will share the big future trends that are impacting your organization in the areas of innovation, emerging technologies, leadership, and the rapidly changing workplace. Get ready to see the future. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Webb. Hi, this is Nick Webb, and welcome to another episode of The Nick Webb Show. Today, we're going to talk about brand authenticity or organizational authenticity. And why is this such a problem that we struggle to be able to be authentic and vulnerable and empathetic and transparent and all the other things that we need to be? Well, it turns out that once we decide to start growing our organization, we start the process of becoming a bot. We, we automate the way in which we engage our marketplace. We become unavailable. We become transactional instead of experiential, and that is a super big problem. So in the next few minutes, I want to share with you what you need to do if you want to actually grow, thrive, and prosper in 2024 and beyond. Now, we're in the first 13 episodes of the 24 tips for 2024. This is lucky 13. In these episodes, my goal is to share with you ways that you can practically apply some really powerful principles in short 15-minute podcasts, and this is no different. So here we go. Brand authenticity. Why should we care? Well, we should care because the overwhelming majority of our revenue comes from our ability to attract, retain, and get promotion from the very customers that we love and serve. If we don't do that, there is no way in the world we can afford to throw enough marketing dollars to make up for being a non or inauthentic brand. Now, being authentic is good for a lot of other reasons. It allows us to get better social ratings. It allows us to better to have better glass door ratings so we attract and keep mission critical talent. It allows us to get better insights and it certainly allows us to be able to continually innovate based on what we're finding from our community of customers and employees. So the benefits of authenticity as it relates to brand authenticity is really significant. Now, in this podcast, I've also included a blog post that sort of talks about this in a more mechanical way, but there are four things that I'd like you to really think about. One, and this is so unbelievable and so important, and so few people do this right, but you know what? We've got to stop building walls between us and the people that want to buy stuff from us. It's amazing to me when I go to digital properties or even retail stores or when I'm engaging business-to-business organizations, how much friction and how many walls are created between me, the person that wants to give them money, and them, the person that desperately needs money. There is a universal law of the business universe, and that is never create law walls are friction between the people that want to give you money. Yet most organizations do it in a really, really big way. How available are you to customers? How much friction and how bad are the headwinds just to try to talk to somebody within your organization? In a time of 
chatbots in a time of asynchronous dialogue, we've got to be really careful about the way in which we use these new tools. If you prevent your customer from being able to connect with you, you become a bot. You become a black box and they will choose to buy from the brand that is accessible. I put accessibility at the top of my list because, well, accessibility is at the top of the list, of the list of the reasons why customers will hate you. In my book, What Customers Hate, I talk about the 10 things that customers hate and how to avoid them to drive unprecedented levels of growth. And it's interesting to me that we have become so good at adding more and more layers of barriers between our customers that the idea of breaking down those barriers is, barriers are inconceivable. So number one, tip number one of the four big things that you need to think about is accessibility. If you want to be authentic, then be available. How many great relationships do you have? How many great friends do you have that never return your call? <laughs> How many great friends do you have that require that you fill out a form to talk to them? Come on, there's no need to do this stuff, but it's one of the biggest problems in terms of brands building amazing reputations. Okay, hopefully I've persuaded you that building walls is a super bad idea. I would suggest that you ask yourself, what are the 10 things that we can eliminate to reduce the barriers between us and the people that want to buy from us. Okay, and by, and by the way, before I leave that tip, yeah, it's so funny that we assume that we can create fully automated enterprises. We see people on, on uh, Instagram and on LinkedIn saying, hey, let me show you how to get rich. I'll show you how to completely autom automate your products and automate your engagement with customers. Good luck with that. Transparent are you. Right, transparency is important for employees, and it's important for customers. If your product's not likely going to ship in two or three days, you got to let the customer know in advance. That's an example of transparency. Hey, thanks for your order. Listen, we're all running behind because people love our product. Would you be willing to wait a couple weeks, and can we give you a little something extra for your time? That's authentic. That's transparent. Right. Transparency means that you're leveling with a customer. Once again, how many great relationships do you have where you're not transparent? It's just, you know, there was a time when my son came home from school and we had dinner as we always do with a family and nothing much was said about the school day. But it turns out he got in a little bit of trouble that day and he wasn't transparent about it. Transparency is part of a normal, healthy relationship. It's certainly an important part of a business relationship. And transparency has to live in the relationships you have with the incredible people that serve your mission every day. And it also has to live, obviously, with your customers. Are you transparent? If somebody calls and asks you if you can build a Jarvik 9 for them and you're not in the Jarvik 9 business and you're going to try to see if you can figure it out, be honest with them. Well, we haven't built a Jarvik 9, but we'd sure be willing to give it a try if you're open to that experience, right? Transparency is a beautiful thing. I can't think of a better way. In my speaking business, I have people call me and say, hey, can you speak on the impact of X, Y, and Z? And if it's not in my world, and if I can't really nail it for them, it's easy for me to say no. Hey, listen, I appreciate you thinking about me, but my goal is to leave my clients elated. 
If I can't do that, it's not good for me and it's not good for you. So for the sake of transparency, I don't think this is a fit for me. And I have to say, there are so many speakers that I've followed out of the speaker world where they should, <laughs> absolutely should have said that to the people because they didn't know what they were talking about. Yikes. Okay. What about vulnerability? How vulnerable are you? You know, it's great. I, I think companies like uh, Panagonia that have uh, awards for individuals that have had flops in trying to serve their customers. In other words, they celebrate the fact that some things don't work. God bless them for that because sometimes, well, things don't work. How vulnerable are we with our customers? We say, hey, look, we realize that we failed in our version seven, but we really feel like we've improved it. But before we talk about what we've done right with version eight, let's talk about the mistakes that we made with version seven so that you can see how we got from there to where we are today. We're imperfect. We're just trying to do the best we can to create new products for you, our valued customer. So please forgive us and know that we are putting all a lot of love and thought and resources into continually working on getting better. People love vulnerability. It's one of the best ways in which you can build a strong relationship. The next time a competitor comes in at a lower price, they'll say, well, your price is lower, but I really like the facts, the fact that XYZ Corporation really was honest with us and they told us what wasn't right. And that makes us feel comfortable that we're dealing with somebody who is authentic and, and, at the end of the day, honest. Okay, so the other issue is, is authenticity is about being your own cornbread self, right? Warts and all. And this is something that we need to be in our own life. I, one of the things I learned, because I think I could write a book on the 10 stupid things I did in the process of becoming a successful keynote speaker. I'd probably have to write a library. If <laughs> One of the things I realized is that <clears throat> early in my career, I thought they wanted a speaker. So I got on stage and I did what speakers do. I did the this and the stage present and the voice acting and the storytelling. I did everything that an, a, a, a speaker is supposed to do. But it wasn't me. I don't know who that guy was, but when I look back at some of my old speaking reels, I don't even recognize what I was saying and who I was. I wasn't dishonest or inauthentic. I was just somebody other than myself. And you could see that I was trying to be somebody different. Then I realized that as I got older, I stopped caring about trying to be somebody else. And I had this sort of aha moment on how about you going out there and talking about things that these amazing people need to know and you deliver it as Nick Webb, not as speaker guy. That was transformative. It was transformative. All of a sudden, I was never afraid to climb up on the stage. I had a little bit of stage, but I never had it again. Because it's really easy for me to be me. I don't have to pretend. It's easy to be me. It's hard for me to be somebody else. 
and people appreciated me not pronouncing words correctly sometimes or stumbling maybe on a word or, you know, just talking like a real human being. They appreciated that discussion. Look at TED Talks. TED Talks are basically people telling their human story. It's about their authentic self. It has almost nothing to do with the content and everything to do with a great story from somebody that you can tell is passionate in delivering it in their authentic way. Well, those are the four things that make for the best organizations in the world. But, you know, think about that. Let's go through this checklist and think about it from an individual perspective. The best people in the world are accessible. They're transparent, they're vulnerable, and they're authentic. So why should our organizations be any different? The answer, they shouldn't. All right, there you go. This is episode Lucky 13. I call it Lucky 13 because one of my daughters was born on the 13th. And I have to say that when I look at this particular message... It's easy for most people to ignore. When I try to communicate this message to some of my clients, especially larger clients, it's, you know, okay, whatever. <laughs> and how does this impact our revenue again? And, you know, it's, um, it's sad because the best organizations in the world have done this over and over and over again. So there you go. Please consider the power of being authentic, of being vulnerable, of being transparent, and most importantly, being available. Thanks again for listening to the Nick Webb Show. Please don't forget to subscribe. I'm going to try this for the next, you know, six, seven months. And if people love what I'm doing and I'm adding real value, I'll continue to do it. But if I don't get subscribers and I don't get engagement, it's hard to be able to, to do this. So please support what I'm trying to do here. I don't promote products or services on my podcast. I just provide the best value that I possibly can in about 15 minutes. All right. Thanks again for listening. Here's to an amazing 2024. Until next time. You have been listening to the Future of Everything podcast with best-selling author and keynote speaker, Nick Webb. To continue getting hard-hitting, powerful insights, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. To learn more about Nick's consulting or speaking services, please visit Nick's website at nickweb.com.